0: There are no regulations on what goes in a tampon. So, your tampon can be made with any material that is, from nylon to viscose to cotton to rayon uh, and the whole gamut of man made materials in between. So, those materials, especially the man made ones, are often made from plastics, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And they retain the toxins in the actual fibres and the fabrics. That's why people wear organic cotton clothing, you know, because the fabric retains, the the fibres retain whatever is being put in them. They're also full of bleachers. They're full of perfumes. And the largest one is they've got titanium dioxide in them. (laughs)
1: sister. And today I really mean sister because today we're going to talk about something that really I've only ever talked openly about with my own sister. And I want to change that today because there's something that almost all women use month after month for 40 plus years that can drastically impact your hormones and endocrine system, which means more or less symptoms of hormone imbalance and perimenopause. And it's been fairly taboo. So today we're actually going to talk about period products. Do you know what period products your friends use? I don't. And yet this is something that would be helpful for us to talk about. So we're going to get into it today. Now, it wasn't that long ago that I was at a conference and met this incredible woman who I immediately clicked with. She is like many of us, driven, successful, smart, and when I learned what she had created in this world, I just had to have her on the podcast and share her expertise in this area. So, buckle up and let me introduce you to Jennifer Eden, who is the visionary founder and CEO of Tampon Tribe, a company at the forefront of sustainable and organic personal care and period products. At Tampon Tribe, Jennifer's commitment to sustainable business practices has led to remarkable success. The company, which is known for its zero plastic, completely organic and toxin-free products, has achieved an average annual growth rate of 483%, underscoring Jennifer's adeptness in blending ethical responsibility with entrepreneurial success. And she is here to share with us today why zero plastic, completely organic products are critical to your hormonal health. So, Welcome, Jennifer, to the Period Whisperer podcast. I am beyond excited for this conversation. This is right in my wheelhouse of what I believe all women really need to know if they don't already. I'm so happy you're here.
0: Thanks, Bria. It's such a pleasure to be here and for that wonderful introduction.
1: I I appreciate it very much. Uh, Well, it's all (laughs) you. You did it all. I I just got to share it. So I'm so excited that you're here. Why don't you tell us first a bit about you, how you even came to care about creating clean, toxin-free period products and plastic-free products and and really make it a big part of how you serve.
0: Sure. Um, The journey for me to Tampon Tribe was actually a really personal one. Mm. So I'm sure like so many women on the planet, people can relate to having really bad period pain. You know, mine was so bad that I would be doubled over in pain, couldn't get out of bed, had to crawl to the kitchen and eat a banana and then have these super strong tablets that just, you know, created chaos in your your body. But it was the only way to get through the day. Mm -hmm. And about seven years ago now, I just got to a point where I thought there has to be a better way to live. This is not acceptable (laughs) anymore. However, it did take that long. And I'd never even spoken to anyone about it. Not even my parents or my friends Mm. so I started researching along with my business partner Gabby and we found that a lot of the toxins in period products could actually be exacerbating the symptoms Mm. at first I thought absolutely no way but it led me on this little path of discovery Um, the first was you know heading into um, a natural grocery store here in Los Angeles, where I was at the time. And I looked on the shelf and I'm like, wow, this is one of the biggest natural grocery store chains in the US and there are hardly any natural period products on the shelves. Like, that's weird, but I'll try them anyway. And so I started looking at these products and then started reaching out to different manufacturers so I personally could see if I eliminated these toxins, what would happen to my body? Yes. So it was kind of a selfish journey, yes. <laughs> you know. I was like, but also cognizant that a lot of people are going through the same issues. Mm-hmm. So crazy but true story. I found these amazing um, totally certified organic cotton tampons with no extra perfumes no toxins no chemicals i tried them and like the next month zero period pain Whoa. and i'm like no way i'm like this cannot be this has got to be a coincidence there is no way this can be true um so i persisted and used them for a few months um and at the main t- at, at the same time Uh, Gabby and I, who've had businesses together in China, were in the US for another project. And when that didn't come to fruition, all the stars kind of aligned. And we're like, what about this natural and organic period space? And it's something that I feel very passionate about in terms of health and, you know, people's bodies. And my family had health food stores when I was growing up in Mm -hmm. Australia, and I grew up in a very healthy household my parents who are still very healthy in their late 70s and mid 80s it's kind of been our mantra but we never thought about period products which we can get to right and uh so anyway I was trying these products and a few months later I had period pain again I'm like oh see it was just a coincidence then I remembered no the month before I was traveling and I used store-bought tampons I'm like, wow. I'm like, right, we're pursuing this line of thinking now. And, you know, at the same time we looked at how many people actually go through endometriosis, which is, you know, what was causing a lot of the, the pain that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, tens of millions of, of people go through that. Massive. Massive. And Massive. at the same time, you know, talking to people who didn't go through it, who didn't have endometriosis, they weren't so keen on putting toxins in and on their body either. So this huge market kind of emerged from a business perspective. Um, And at the same time, I'm from Australia, my business partner's from Brazil, and we're super passionate about plastics and the environment. And we're walking along Venice Beach and we saw these plastic tap-on applicators. We're like, what is happening to the planet? So it was all this serendipity that came into one focus. We thought, could we actually turn this into a business? So that's a slightly long story of how Tampon Tribe formed. Tampon Tribe formed, but um, you know, we started with a you know little uh, Indiegogo campaign to actually see if anyone else was interested in you know the product, and of course they were. And from there, the company has grown.
1: <laughs> and you guys have all, it's all the period products, right? Yes. And, uh,
0: yeah. So originally, of course, Tampon Tribe, we thought we'll just do tampons. That'll be awesome. (laughs) We love doing one thing well and one thing, you know, straightforward. And then of course, you know, uh, even with the Indiegogo campaign, where are the pads? Where are the liners? We're like, okay, we'll add those in. And now yes, we have menstrual cups and our cups are quite different as well. So we don't use silicone in our cups, which is um, quite different. So we use a medical grade TPE, um, which is Uh, the same product they use for like heart uh, stents and what have you. It's an internal, it's designed for being inside your body. (laughs) Silicon, perhaps not so much. Um, And also TPE is recyclable. Silicon is not. Uh, We also have period underwear and we've just launched reusable pads as well. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a real triple threat because, you know, obviously like the plastic and the disposability of of things are is really obviously really valuable for the environment, the sustainability, but plastic itself is toxic in the body. So and and silicone as well, like you're saying, so we've got like so many areas of how it impacts us and how it impacts the world. And I mean, I don't know, I'm just, you know, you might not know this number or maybe you do, but like like on average, how many period products does a woman use in her lifetime? Would you have any idea? That's a risk. so I'm just throwing this out at you, but I'm like, I I can do the mental
0: math, but while I might not have that figure at hand, I can tell you a little bit about the, the waste that goes with that. And we can do the backward math. So in the U S alone, you have 7 billion plastic applicators and 10 billion plastic back pads end up in landfills every year.
1: Oh my god! And the U.S. So alone, the U.S.
0: alone, oh and so people are becoming a little cognizant about the plastics in their tampons because it's very visual. You can yeah. see it in the trash, right? But also the plastic on the back of your pad, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't great. Yeah. It, right. it sits in landfills. So yeah. yeah, like if you want to do the math, like women have their period for you know for what. 12, 10 or 12 now to, to 50 sometimes, so yeah. 40 years. Okay. Using, 12 times a year. Yeah, <laughs> using 16, you know, tampons a month times 12 times 40, yeah. that's your math. Um, and it's something, for some reason, we haven't been taught to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this blind faith that if a product is on our shelf,
1: it must be okay, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a super taboo topic. Like, I just think that it is so hush hush, you know, that's why perimenopause hasn't even been discussed in, in, our, in our realm. It's like, we just don't talk about our periods um, that much, you know, other than, right. oh, I'm cramping, or I feel gross, or, you know, or I'm craving, like, nobody really talks about it as much. And I think, because women are really good at being like, oh my gosh, I love this. It's so good. You should try it. But if we're not talking about our periods, then that doesn't get to come out and we don't get to share it the same. So. Yeah, you're totally right. Like I used, you mentioned in the intro, like,
0: I don't, do you know what products your friends use? The only reason I do is because I have a period product company. (laughs) So people ask me, and it was actually to begin with, I hadn't even Thought about that, that I would be talking about periods a lot. I just thought this is an awesome business. We go to, you know, it hits all the impact pillars for me as a human being. And, you know, at this stage of my life, which is my late, late 40s, when we started in my early 40s, it's a privilege to be able to put together a company that really is impactful on all the levels that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was such a privilege to even have that opportunity to start which yeah. did involve, you know, delivering pizzas at night and, you know, sleeping on my rooftop garden and in yeah. my 40s, you know, all this crazy stuff to make it happen. Like it yeah. wasn't an easy ride. But it, the the impact side of it made that possible. But I hadn't thought, oh, I'm going to talk periods a lot now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I ready for this? And uh, You know, my first little pop-up, I had dads and mums and kids. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. But it's also really interesting. It was as if people were really seeking out that conversation Mm -hmm. and men included. You know, I had a lot of dads come up and say, I never even knew that organic was a thing. Where can I sign my daughters up? Uh, And that to me gives me goosebumps now. And I still have men reach out to me. We're going through infertility as a couple and I'm mm -hmm. thinking there's got to be something more to this. And, you know, I'm very grateful that the guys step up as well and they're very open to actually
1: having the conversation. I think it's just starting them, Bria, that we have to, you know, continue I totally agree with you. I think just like creating that space and then the more comfortable you get, like I'll often have women be like, you know, we talk about poop and we talk about sex and we talk about periods and, I'm, and they're like, TMI. I'm like, no way, bring it on. And the more comfortable you get talking about these things, you're like, oh, it's just a natural body, uh, bodily function that all humans and animals experience all day long. So so it's good to have that I mean,
0: It is funny how it's a lot of women mm-hmm. who are a little more reticent Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Like I say, I was, for example, at uh, a trade show not so long ago. Uh, We do a lot in the business to business space. We sell into a lot of large hotels and corporations. And I have my little table there, you know, and of course, most of the sales reps are men (laughs) and they're selling into janitorial, also men. Oh my gosh. So eager to learn. So happy to have conversation. You know, and so proud that they could actually be putting better quality products out, you know. It was such a, it's so refreshing. Yeah. And then some of the women that would come up with men in their group, they're like, oh, ho, ho, you know, we won't talk about it. And the guys are like, I want to talk about it. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. Yeah. It's cool, I think. And then those women go, oh, oh okay, let's all talk about it then. And yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, because most men have a, a sister, an aunt, a a daughter, a a A next-door neighbour, someone, someone, a wife in their family that they they, they deal with this every day. They're the ones that go to the store to buy them. So they love the options that are out there. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's, that's really, really incredible. I love hearing that. I mean, it probably speaks to the shame that women put on themselves around it. If men are like, no, I'm fine with it. And we're the ones who are, you know, uncomfortable. So that's so interesting. Um, But yeah, I guess that's why the conversation hasn't been started. So I'm so excited to, you know, that we're having this conversation. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the toxins that are in period products so we can share. So I think it sounds you know pretty clearly like we know it impacts, you know, our hormones and creating PMS. We know it impacts the planet. We'll speak about how it impacts us in perimenopause, but let's talk about what some of those toxins are that, you know, we're unable to, you know, that's, that's impacting us. Totally. Um, So tampons and pads are a pretty unregulated
0: industry, which Mm -hmm. is shocking, (laughs) particularly because a tampon is a class two medical device. Mm -hmm. However, There are no regulations on what goes in a tampon. So, your tampon can be made with any material that is, from nylon to viscose to cotton to rayon uh, and the whole gamut of man made materials in between. So, those materials, especially the man made ones, are often made from plastics, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And they retain the toxins in the actual fibers and the fabrics. That's why people wear organic cotton clothing. Yeah. You know, because the fabric retains the, the the fibers retain whatever is being put in them. They're also full of bleachers. They're full of perfumes. And the largest one is they've got titanium dioxide in them. Here's the big thing for the US titanium dioxide is a carcinogen. Mm-hmm. It is banned in most of the world. It's banned in Australia. It's banned in Europe, might be banned in Canada. It is not banned in the US. So titanium dioxide is found in some of the leading organic brands of period products,
1: which is horrifying. Yeah, that, and, how does that make that so confusing for people? Yeah, it's called greenwashing. greenwashing. I'm sure
0: you're aware of that label. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and okay. so you'll go and look on the shelf and you'll be, wow, there's a box that says organic.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: It is better than totally nothing organic being in your product. Yeah. But look closely at that. There's no regulation in the US to put the ingredients on the box. Yeah. But most most companies do. So when you look around the back of the box or go to the website, it will tell you what's in the product. It might say organic cotton cover, for Mm -hmm. example which means the cover of a tampon or a pad might be organic cotton the rest of it is not can mm. be organic. or it might say organically grown which doesn't actually say anything because <laughs> organically grown means grown right <laughs> right. <laughs> right what does that even mean <laughs> oh, man no wonder we're so confused Right, it's confusing. No one's to blame for, you know, you can't be, no one buying these products can be blamed. And then you've got the green colours and everything that's being used. So those toxins that remain with the product, of course, as you know very well and can speak to, can do total havoc in the body or even on the body. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're putting your pad or your tampon is one of the most sensitive, if not the most sensitive parts of a body, right? Oh porous. And so, and so yeah, absolutely. holding everything. Mm-hmm. And same with um even if it's cotton. So cotton is one of the most heavily GMO crops in the world. You know, so you've got GMOs in that cotton mm-hmm. that do stay with the product and come in your body.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, without a doubt. Oh, then you'll have companies that say, oh, we only use the glue or the titanium dioxide in the string.
1: Mm. Okay. It's still That's in still your right body. in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right up in that area. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's just being hyper aware of your period products as we are with everything else. Yeah. You know, if you go through a drive-through junky food, you know what you're getting. It's not going to be great for you, but you're totally (laughs) aware of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is my choice today. Yeah. You know, if you are buying beautiful organic veggies at the farmer's market, that is your choice. You you are consciously doing that. And with period products, we're on our way now. Thanks to social media, TikTok, particularly, people are asking the questions. Oh, I love that. What's in my tampon? What's in that? Um, So, yeah, I mean, you mentioned before, you know, the endocrine system and and how these chemicals and toxins, you know, stay and disrupt your body. And they do on a a monthly basis if you are using products um, with, with any of these toxins in. And funnily enough, the old, old products. Going back to the old, say Tampax days, they were probably fine because yeah. when they were being used, we didn't have these man-made materials. Yeah. They probably were just wads of cotton, <laughs> you yeah. know, grown with regenerative farming practices. Yeah. You know, so people go, but well, when I used to buy them, I'm like, well, when you did at that time, there probably wasn't as a big an issue as there is now. So, yeah. that's
1: so important what you said there because. Um, we can really get caught in this like, well, I've always used it and it's been fine. But not only have, you know, have processes and farming and consumerism and mass production of things changed and therefore we've created these chemicals so that we can accommodate that demand. um, So now things are changing. We are actually seeing that impact in women's bodies. Like more than ever, women are suffering in perimenopause and menopause. This is it's taboo, and th- and that's also why it hasn't come to table. But it's it's more prominent. The issues are greater because of this impact, and a lot of things like dioxins are are accumulative, right? Do I have that right? Where they accumulate in our body fat, and then it's really hard to actually ever get rid of it, and it gets passed on generation to generation to our children through through like the birthing. So it's it's a big deal, and it's impacting us kind of on all those levels. Like we're saying, just you know, in our in our hormones In how we feel in cancer, in and then also in our overall ability to to regulate our hormones later in life, and it's it's for you to have that experience of just one month of using like completely organic products, you know, feeling better. It, like, it I mean, it makes me want to run out and buy them for everyone because I'm like, let's right. just, let's just not waste our time. <laughs> and that's one of our big missions too,
0: because that's so right. I wouldn't have believed it if someone told me if it wasn't my body. And then I thought, how do I tell yeah. this story so it doesn't sound like I'm just trying to sell a product? Yeah. But I'm like, you that, that we actually let people now have like a 30 day trial try yeah. the products, give it, you know, give it a go and see how you feel. Yeah. Um, because you can see change yeah. that quickly. Not yeah. for everyone. There's no magic bullet oh. no cure. But if you can take toxins out of your body in such a simple way, yeah, absolutely. A sacrifice. You know, and I mean, even looking at some of the branding and marketing for these large products that talk about super absorbent. This mm-hmm. is a super absorbent. Okay, super absorbent is actually a chemical. It's the name. It's what we, in the, in the period industry, it's called super absorbent. How much super absorbent do you want in the tampon or the pad? It has been, it has been found to encourage more bleeding. And, trap, and it traps it for longer. So I'll have some people like, oh, my gosh, I switched to the product and one tampon didn't last all day. I'm like, no one tampon should last all day. This is, you know, this is awful. It's because it has all the chemicals in it that's kind of trapping the product and also it's leaching into your body. Right? Oh, my gosh. I did not know this. Yeah, so if you have a pad, if you have a pad at home, you can actually try this. Uh, you can actually pour some liquid onto your pad, and if you see little blue beading or anything on in, in the main surface of the pad, that's the superabsorbent chemical absorbing the, the fluid that you're putting onto it. So you, ah. these things we just don't think of. You know, when you're using organic cotton, once you, the cotton is full of fluid, you will have to change it like a organic cotton ball, <laughs> you know. That's how products actually used to work and, and still should work, but we wow. reach for that convenience, you know. Um, and actually, it's, yeah. And now we also have menstrual cups. So if you need all day, mm-hmm. you know, a menstrual cup can last 8 to 12 hours depending on your flow. So there are other options there and period underwear as well, yeah. which wow. you know, a lot of people can wear for most of the day depending on your flow. Um Let's talk the about
1: the menstrual cups. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about you know silicone moving to uh, what is what is your menstrual cup made of?
0: Sure, our menstrual cup is made uh, from a material abbreviated to TPE, which means thermoplastic elastopolymer. But it's actually not plastic. It's made from a rubber, so it's a natural substance mm. um, and. It's a little more malleable. So if you're familiar with the cups, that is still a great step in the right direction, fantastic step um, for your body and for the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silicon's a little more rigid uh, just in its makeup, most of the cups. Uh, TPE is a little more malleable. So we designed it to move with the body a bit better. So mm-hmm. our our main... Um, goal is to, you know, really serve active people. Uh, You know, I want to be able to go to yoga and go swimming and run up a mountain and everything you need to do. Although I don't do that much in my life right now, but (laughs) you get my drift, right? Yeah. And not have to worry, or go camping and not have to worry about. Oh my god, am I going to leak? So um, TPE moves with your body a bit more, so it doesn't always open like bam inside your body, like a, they say that you know the, the menstrual cups open into this circle. Because sometimes it's not a perfect circle inside your body. You've got a lot of different organs and everything uh, pushing yourself, you know. Yeah. So it could be like a weird kind of starry shape inside you. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's it's kind of you know collecting all the fluid yeah. uh, and we also have some little leak free it's a pain in technology to stop the leaks and it moves a bit in your body which is important because you don't want a total vacuum because then yeah. if that, that releases yeah it can be a little messy yeah uh, so yeah this is super comfy moves with the body and you know it's it's a great product I feel to use and of course when you wanted to, to um, change it which can be yeah. every few years can be longer depends on how you care for for the cup. Yeah. Um, it's recyclable. So you can put it in, you know, with the recycling or breakdown.
1: I mean, you know, you said earlier, like it's, you know, obviously there's not a magic pill. Like it's not like all of a sudden our symptoms are going to go away in one month, but any little bit helps. And I also think, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but there, there's a real like mental load around when you know you're making the right decision for yourself right and and an, and and an offload or an overload when you know you're maybe you could be making a decision you know that's a bit better so when you choose these things and you know you know it's impacting the planet in a positive way and you know it's impacting your body in a positive way and it's actually making that difference inside of you like to me that's such a big win of, of Reducing the mental load that we carry so much as women day to day.
0: Yeah, totally. It's a great point. Um, and I think we do it and we're used to doing it in so many aspects of our life. And for some mm-hmm. reason, like you say, maybe because it's just been a bit taboo. Yeah. Um, and it's changing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great time to talk about it now yeah. and to dissect it and to uh, really think about it for a yeah. minute, you know, rather than that auto throw it into the shopping cart or, you know, add it to your Amazon bag. Just have a little think about, hey, is this the best thing yeah. I'm doing? And and for us too when we were creating the products and we continue to add new products to the line, we always think of that. What impact are we having on people on the pl- and on the planet? Uh, and we do a lot of give back as well, you know. So we have that one-for-one give back where we want to make sure that, You know, people on our streets, unhoused youth, Mm. uh, kids in the US who don't go to school when they get their period, of which there are hundreds of thousands every month, also a horrifying fact, um, don't get the free product that can often be exacerbating the disparity of health and wealth in in society. You know, so we're trying to always think of ways that how can we ensure everyone has access to these products. And that was one of our very first pillars. When mm. I walked into this massive shop that I am privileged to have access to, yeah. what about all the people who can't do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's why we started our business online all that, those years ago um, was to enable everyone access to these products. And it's changing. You know, now schools are having to give period products in some yeah. states in the US. Mm-hmm. The tampon tax is being... Um, erased in some states and we work pretty hard for that too. Um, So we're getting there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. What a really, I don't know, for me, it's like now you have like this, you know, quadruple thread of of how it's impacting and the decision, you know, that, you know, so anyway, thank you for the impact that you're making. I think that's incredible. Um, I have to bring us back just quick because I want to talk more about like, so for me, and we even talked about, this is new stuff for me too. I like, I love learning about it. So as much as I know all this stuff about hormones, like we can't, you know, be perfect overnight. So I was even saying to Jen before we hopped on this call, like, it's so great when you can start to like day by day, pick something different that is starting to work for you and not feel like you're overwhelmed with all the changes. Cause sometimes change feels really hard. Sometimes it feels like you have to do all these hard things, but swapping your period products is really like effortless. It's an effortless way to to make a difference in your body, make a difference in the world, like make a difference in someone else's world, it sounds like. So I love what you're doing. But I said to you when we first met, I was like, well, you know, I'd always, and I I definitely had switched to a silicone cup before we met. And I used OB tampons. And you're like, well, they're still wrapped in plastic. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I hadn't even thought. And I didn't even realize, I mean, I'd heard about silicone, especially knowing a lot of people who are getting explants and things from breast implants. But can you speak to about silicone specifically and why it, what it does to the body, or why it's why it's not good? Well, I think with silicone, it, it's
0: a bit of an unknown. Mm-hmm. So anything you put in your body, even if it's coated, I mean there are studies out yeah. there um, that speak to the possibility of any product leaching. You know, so. What hasn't been tested a lot is what happens when you put silicone in a very warm environment mm. inside your body with lots going on there, as, as you can yeah. att- too. Yeah, hormonally um the different chemicals that your own body produces yeah we don't really know what mm. happens but people are removing silicone breast, breast implants yeah. for example right yeah. because there's been a lot of work done in there people mm-hmm. are moving away to cooking with silicone because what happens when you put it in the oven and you're making muffins or cupcakes or what is that leaching do we know yeah we you don't. know so i think mm-hmm. it comes to that um so that's what pushed us to do yeah, something, something different, something that's actually designed. So TPE, if you research it, they use it for heart stents,
1: mm-hmm. you know. So it's
0: been developed for internal medicine. Yeah, is it perfect? We also still don't know. However, is it perhaps a safer choice? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what we're always looking at. Uh, like you mentioned, Bria, what little choices can we make? And you don't have to go in and throw out every product in in your in your no what can we start being aware of? Can we look at the back of that box? Mm-hmm. Should we be putting silicon in our body? It gives us a bit of pause for think without stress. It doesn't have to be a stressful moment. And it's not a moment where we should ever feel bad about what we're doing. No. You know, more to your point, what can we do a little better for our own bodies?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Especially you know. when it doesn't take much effort. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, we try and get away
0: from, like I say, any of that in any of the products. So nothing that could be questionable. Same with the period underwear, Mm -hmm. which is another thing to talk about with, you know, PFAs. Oh, yeah. Microplastics. And there were a couple of leading brands who said, no, we don't have any of these in, and they did the testing, and they do. There are a couple of lawsuits out there right now. So once again, you think you're doing something awesome. Yeah, just, just dig a, a little bit deeper, like you would on anything.
1: Yeah, I love that. And so let's, you know, I'm really excited. to share, I'm sure you're very excited about it, but I'm really excited to share the, the fact that Tampon Tribe is the only 100% certified organic cotton and plastic-free company in the U.S., which I think is massive. I mean, can we all just have a little round of applause for that? That's huge. And no wonder it's growing so much. I love that people are starting to care about these things and, and paying attention. But what are you know? What are some other greenwashing labels that maybe we should be looking out for and paying attention to?
0: Sure, and actually, it just came to mind as you were speaking when oh, we're talking can. about something that's certified. Yes. So you know, I do this—you go up onto the, into the store and you look. Oh, look at all those little labels! Awesome, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really knowing what they are, you know, I only found out when I was doing some research for our packaging, that that little, you know, the little three arrows in a triangle that yeah. you see on all of your products, I thought that meant something good. Like this looks like it could be recycled or something like that. In fact, it's a plastic marker and tells you how much plastic's in the product. There's like the little three arrows with a two, or three or a four. And I'm like, doesn't this mean recycling? Like I thought no. that's what that meant. right. Because it's also used on like some recycling bins, I think, but actually it's a plastic mark and it oh shows you in the product. Crazy. So look at that symbol closely <laughs> <laughs> and see maybe it is a recycling one, but maybe it's just a mark of like how much density, uh, how dense the plastic is in that product. So what you want to be looking for, and this is in the textile industry as well as our industry because we use a cotton. Mm-hmm. So our cotton is all grown by small growth farmers in Europe. The reason we do that is because we have two classifications called GOTS and ICEA. So GOTS you'll see on a lot of clothing, like you have a look in your wardrobe now or when you go to the store, and that means global organic textiles, and it's the International Organic Cotton Symbol for for organic textiles. You then have ICEA, which is the International Certification for Sustainability. Oh, wow. So they are very, very difficult to get. And we're very proud that our products have that for all the organic cotton that we use. Wow. So it means that everything from the chemicals in the soil, how much water is used every step of the way, the emissions that are being used in production, in growth, in the factory and shipping mm-hmm. here have all been monitored. So very nerding. We can nerd out on this for hours. But, you know, it's important to perhaps just recognize that. So you might just see yeah. the word organic. hmm might not mean much.
1: Mm-hmm. So it only has to be a percentage or a certain amount of ingredients in order to be organic, correct? In the well, US? Yeah,
0: if, if you're making a, a tampon box, you can put whatever you like on it. It's not regulated.
1: Oh, I forgot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's just so unfair to poor people. Like, how on earth are we ever supposed to know? So, so if we're looking for something like Gots or ICA, like where would so obviously it's gonna be on the box. Is it a symbol or will it just be letters? Uh, it, it should be a symbol or could be a symbol. It depends on who's making the
0: packaging. Of you course, know, sometimes okay. you get these great products that have this amazing materials, but for some reason the people who are making the package are not worried about Put it. it so, yeah, you know. okay. Um, so you can do a little research on people's websites these days, um, but people can also say a lot without, you know, um, being totally honest, and the same happens to sustainable. Yeah. I see a lot of products across all industries saying, oh, we've got a transparent supply chain and we're totally sustainable. And then you look at the product, you're like, but you have a plastic applicator and you're wrapped in plastic. Yeah, but we're sustainable. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> you're missing the mark here. <laughs> yeah, you're actually not. And I've spoken to some of these guys and, and gals who develop products. They're like, yeah, we've got this great new product. It's sustainable, like it's wrapped in plastic. They're like, Yeah, I'm like it's What's not sustainable. sustainable that? Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're like, Yeah, but there's no glue in the product anymore. Like, that is awesome, but that does not classify, you know, uh, the product. So, yeah, keep your eye out for ICEA for GOTS when you're looking at organic cotton. And this is, like I say, textiles. Period products, anything else that might have cotton in it. Mm. Um, and then any sustainability certification, you know, B Corp is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it for some things for, for, for some things being a B corp is awesome. It just means that that company has gone through a few more checks and balances. Doesn't necessarily mean they're organic or plastic free, but that's also a good symbol to look for. Just in general, in general. Okay,
1: that's good. That gives us something I think to to look for even outside of those period products. So that's amazing. Yeah. You know I know we've you know we've covered a lot here why don't you share with us a little bit about the experience? So if someone wants to come and purchase, you know, Tampon Tribe products or period products, what is that experience like for them, especially if they've been used to just buying, going into the store, grabbing it at Target or at, you know, shoppers, if they're in Canada or wherever, like what is, what's that look like?
0: Sure. We we actually are an omnichannel company. So we actually have a few ways that you can get the product and it's growing pretty rapidly, which is great. So first and foremost, we have a website. And so we started this uh talking about business for one second when Dollar Shave club was doing awesome you know and they had this really great uh subscription model we were this will be great set it and forget it you know so yeah. we have a subscription model online if that's what you'd like to do yeah. you can also buy the products just as a one-off online as well. That's mm-hmm. where you're going to get the best pricing free shipping and all those kind of things too yeah we also sell on Amazon. Oh. Um, so if you're an Amazon shopper, you can grab us on Amazon and we're adding more and more products to that platform. And we just had to recognise that that's where a lot of people buy products. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we make getting the products as simple as possible. Yeah, um, We're also in uh, quite a few, actually nearly 400 small retailers. So if you have a smaller sustainability shop or a plastic-free shop where you are, uh, they often carry us in bulk. You know, because they're trying to reduce waste, so you can find us there. Uh, And we're in a lot of larger grocery chains as well. So if you're in the New Seasons, New Leaf markets, or in HEB in the central market, uh, we're in a lot of large groceries across the US. yeah, and you might find us at your workplace as well. So, and hotels, we sell into a lot of um, hotels, into schools, uh, into large companies, film studios. You know that this real shift to recognizing the importance mm-hmm. of organic and plastic-free products is yeah. such an exciting phase of, of growth right now and I mentioned to you earlier, Bria, we're in a few CVS stores for a trial right now, which is super exciting yeah. um, on the east coast and that really shows the shift of consumerism, yeah. you know. We know these buyers and we've been speaking to them for a long time. They're like, yeah. we're not quite there yet, Jen, you know, and then it got to a little more green and now we're at a point that the mainstream industry is realising, hey, People need access to these products. Mm -hmm. So um, some of the larger retailers are also starting to eliminate single-use plastics uh, across all of their products. Then a few large ones have done it in beauty already. So it'll be interesting when it comes to the period product space, how they tackle that.
1: Oh, I love that, and I mean, Jen. It's no wonder you guys have had such massive growth, and it is—it is, it is really inspiring. Not just what you guys have done, but the fact that consumers are are responding to it. Like that is a really inspiring piece overall for our health, for the health of our planet. But what is your vision then for Tampon Tribe?
0: Well, to continue to grow, obviously, <laughs> we'd love Tampon Tribe uh, to be a household name, and to people, so people really trust that we're putting in the work and the research for. That our products, which they are, are all plastic free and totally organic. And that's Mm. something that we've obviously been tempted to go cheaper routes before. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. This is something we believe wholeheartedly in. And we see a need. So, to add more products, like I said, we just added our reusable pads, and they're Mm. huge in Australia. They're in the supermarket shelves in Australia, reusable pads. So, you can just go to the grocery store and just buy them. Now in the US, we're going to introduce them. So yeah. that's really exciting. And I mean, you've got some kind of boring ish ones. Ours are like black and streamlined. We try and be very like
1: modern and cool as well. We try yeah. and how cool we are, but yeah. <laughs> Can I have hot pink and disco ball shiny pads, please?
0: <laughs> Give it our best shot. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, yeah, and, of course, to grow it and, and to be able to add more products, you know, we've got such really great ideas and we're working hard in the R&D part mm-hmm. on how we get, for example, organic um, uh, wipes, uh, intimate wipes not wrapped in plastic, very difficult to do because they have moisture in them. So we're yeah. working on these different ways of have, like, products that people love, how do we do it in in an impactful way yeah. I think is our yeah. challenge. and an exciting, fun one at that.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. That kind of all sort of honor your pillars. Like you were talking about the sustainability, the giving back, the, the female health overall. I love that. It's it's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Okay. If, if we want to learn more for you, if we want to order these these period products, what is the best way to do that?
0: Sure. So jump onto our website, which is tampontribe.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can... Have a browse. If you have any questions, uh, we have a little chat on the site that is monitored during... Pacific Hours, um, uh, West Coast U.S., uh, feel free to shoot us a message. If you need to reach me, you can reach me that way as well. Just say, hey, Jen, and and I'll, I'll get your email. And we have a great team of people being uh, kind of always at the ready to answer your questions and concerns, you know. Um, or, yeah, if you have ideas for products that you'd like us to work
1: on, feel free to reach out I as love well. that. Feedback, please. Share the feedback. You can send it to me too and I'll pass it on, but reach out to Jen go check it out. And I think that's amazing. And, and Jen has continued to give back. She has offered everyone, all of our listeners, anyone who's listening today, um, a 20% off discount with period whisper 20. That's period whisper 20. I'll put all of this in the show notes for you so that you can go and try to out. try out your months, see if it makes a difference in those, in those symptoms that you're having. You know, I think we covered so much today, Jen, I really appreciate not only what you're doing in the world, but your time today. I think, I hope every woman listening understands the impact of how absorbent this area is of, you know, not only how it's impacting our daughters and and because everyone listening here is going to be in the perimenopause year. So our daughters, our granddaughters you know, all the women in our lives. So not just in our symptoms, in our fertility, but absolutely in our perimenopause symptoms. It's like, it's very significant when we have these toxins in our body, they either mimic hormones or they disrupt hormones or they, you know, create a hormone surplus, which throws those imbalances off, which is everything we struggle with, weight gain that's unexplained, sleep problems, cramping, mood swings, anxiety, all of these things that I hear from women every day. So it's it packs a big punch. And so I'm really grateful for what you do. And thank you for being here today. Thank you, Bria. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right, sisters, go out, try out some new tampons, be more in your life, not just less on a scale. And hey, find out from someone other than your sister what they use for their period products and maybe share this episode with them so that they know better. Thanks everyone. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time.